Good day to you and welcome back to the Path to Zion podcast where we are rediscovering the ancient way. You can find us 24-7 online at pathtozion.com or on YouTube under Path to Zion podcast. Thank you for listening today, wherever you are, whatever you're doing in this interesting age. I'm assuming that wherever you are, things are very different right now. Um, as we head into the, the end of the month of July 2020, your life likely looks very different than it did July 2019, does it not? Things have gotten very strange in our lifetime. Um, and thankfully, I'm not going to talk about that today. It has been on my mind a lot. I know that recent episodes, we're talking about a lot of cultural issues and how they relate to us spiritually, what it means, what we should do, what we should not do. What in the world does the scripture say to us about how we walk, how we make decisions? What we do, what we don't do in this life, in this hour, these things are very applicable. The Word of God can be our greatest asset. Listening to the Holy Spirit teaching us in all things. Crying out for wisdom to counsel us. There's much for us to tend to in this in this hour. <clears throat> Listen, today I just wanted to record a few moments of, um, just kind of straight from my heart. If, if you could open up the doors of my chest and, and take a look in my innermost being, that cardia place that the scripture talks about, the seat of emotions, the, the true heart of a man. I just want to take a few minutes and kind of tell you what you would see in hopes that it will not just encourage us, but just literally empower us to continue on in this journey. And, and I've just kind of thought about it for the last few moments. I'm driving out to work again, as usual. But I just was thinking basically of, of, of the audience of this program, and, and it basically we could say that specific to today's topic... There are only going to be two categories of people, two options. One will be the, the person who has no understanding of, of, of the cost to follow the Messiah, the actual cost. And I would say that this is likely a broad category. It's very inclusive. A lot of people have not counted the cost, have not paid a price to literally follow Yeshua the Messiah, Jesus. If anything, the, the gospel was promoted to them as a rescue, as a benefit, as something that will 
bring you wealth and, and freedom, prosperity, good moods. Now, of course, that doesn't work, and that's not at all the, the function of the gospel. Yes, there are benefits. Yes, there are obviously fruits of it that are absolutely incredible for us. But, what about the cost? So, the first category, and and again, broad, is the people group who would say, you know what, I I don't really pay a price to follow the Messiah. I don't really know that world. I've added Jesus to my life, and I'm pretty much doing and be doing and being the same things, being the same individual that I used to be, I'm just saved now. I'm saved. And then there's the other camp, which is those of us who have truly set our entire life's trajectory to pursue the Messiah, to be a now, this is, of course, a, a phrase that's been thrown around and abused, but a truly spirit-led people. Blown about by the wind of the Spirit. Directed by God. We make decisions based upon what we are convinced the Spirit is saying to us. Spiritually, naturally, geographically. We go places, we do things, we don't do things, we don't go places. Why? Because we are people attempting in our best efforts to pursue the king. We are a spiritual man. And we have to count the cost. And we realize that albeit a factor, it's not the overriding decision maker on how it will affect me. And so these two categories, if you will, is, is how I want to present what I want to share for the next few moments here in, in today's broadcast. To those who have never counted the cost in salvation, being a Christian has never really demanded much of you. And then the other camp, which is those of us who have counted the cost very, very greatly, very soberly, very seriously. And no matter which side you fall on today, or some, maybe you're somewhere in the middle where you had a season where you really surrendered your life for real, but not so much now, whatever the case, this message is going to be for us all. It's just a matter of of one's position when you receive and hear the message. But the message is clear and singular in nature. And here it is. <laughs> Following Yeshua the Messiah will cost you everything, friend. If you truly follow him, It will hurt. It will cause you great grief, great sorrow, 
tremendous suffering to follow Jesus. Interestingly, back when I started this podcast in January or February of 2019, my very first episode was a message that has really driven my life for a very long time, which is the follow me call. I realize many people who listen to this program now were not listening at that time, a year and a half ago, and have likely not even heard that message, but it basically went along the lines of when I had a vision of several brothers in my life and Yeshua Messiah coming to them and calling them out in the midst of their real-life circumstances. One was playing with children. One was in the vision that um, his father had died. And Yeshua the Messiah, King Jesus, comes and at these moments calls these men out and say, he says, follow me. It's a really powerful message. I, I, it stirs me when I think about it and it came out of my own mouth. And that, that message is full of, of facing the inner turmoil that we must reckon with when Yeshua comes to any one of us and says, Son, follow me. Follow me right here, right now. And you go where I'm going, period. And friends, there is such a cost. There is such a travailing in this life of losing your life for the sake of the King. Believing to our best, 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 deepest places, our our best ability that we have to really believe in faith that, oh God, you promise that this is for my good. You promise me that the only way I will find my life is if I lose it for your sake. It's a promise. Oh God, remember your promise. Please, God, remember your promise, Yeshua. Why? Because this hurts. Because this life is full of pain. It's full of it. It's full of agony. Why? Joel, I thought you're in an abundant life. I thought you're in a in a joy-filled life overflowing with blessings even if even if unseen. Absolutely. Absolutely true. But also true is the pain and the denial of self. And when it comes to your family, and that's when the pain really gets tightened down. That's when the vice of suffering gets strong, my friend. Do you know this pain? Do you know this? When you have to look at your son and say, Son, I'm sorry. This is the path 
that the King has called us to walk. And it hurts. And it's lonely. And son, sometimes it's excruciating and almost unbearable. But we will endure. We will endure to the end. Because the promise is we will be delivered. We will be rescued. But friends, what about the here and now? What about the right now? When the press comes, maybe you're in the press now. I'm in the press right now. My wife and I last night with tears just prayed together over this hour. Forget COVID, man. Forget masks. I'm just saying life. The life of living abandoned to the Spirit of the living God directing your steps. In in his heart a man plans his course, but the Lord determines his steps. And friends, when we plan our course, and we've mapped it out the best we know how, even as good, godly, mature men, fathers, husbands, leaders, teachers, godly, mature men, and we plan our course. But when we lift our leg, I've taught on this several times over the last year and a half. I mean, for years, years ago, this verse about lifting our leg up and waiting for the leading of the Spirit as we walk out the course that we have planned And the Lord says, no. You can't put your foot there, son. It's time to turn a little to the left or to the right. This is where I'm going. And I'm going to tell you now because I love you. This one's going to hurt. This one's going to hurt, Joel. This is going to hurt your son. But this is where I'm going. And oh, it's going to be worth it. But you're going to have to endure. But son, I promise it's worth it. I promise. I promise because I've already gone ahead of you. I see what you cannot yet see. Please trust in me. And so I lock my eyes on my Messiah and I go. And I put my foot where he puts his foot. And often with every step, I feel the agony of my king who lived a life of self-denial. 
I've said this so many times and it always bears mentioning again and again. So many people get stuck on the cross of Christ about His days of suffering, His days of death, His days of humiliation. But friends, do you understand it was His entire life? Have you ever sat and soberly thought of the gravity of that scenario? His entire life was denying His humanity. His entire life was surmised by denial of His own will and His own way. Fully God, yet fully man. He was the suffering servant from birth unto death. That is what we are called to do and to be. And so, friends, are you counting the cost? Are you making horribly hard decisions that make you ill? But you do it because the king has called you to do it. Man, I'm not talking about these trivial matters. Did you say no to that beer? Did you stop watching that movie when the Holy Spirit convicted you? Man, that's child's play. That's kindergarten Christianity, people. I'm talking about life circumstances that are excruciating to the point where you can't sleep at night because of the turmoil in your heart over your natural man wanting relief. And the Spirit of God within you saying, Endure, endure, endure. And I would say, if we're not having that in our life, something's off. Something's off. If your Christian life is always easy and blessing and favor and cruise control Christianity, friends, something's wrong. That is not the path of the Messiah. It's not the path of His people. It's not the path of God's people all the way back to the beginning of humanity. This life hurts. As a follower of the Messiah. So what do we do? Where do we go? This see this is if we are not postured and positioned by choice to live according to what I'm saying right here, right now, the scriptures have no relevance, no meaning, and no purpose in our life. Why in the world is the Bible such a dusty old boring book that people yawn through out of obligation? The church now, Christians. It's not relevant. It's not relevant. We read Psalms, David crying out in agony. Oh God, where does my help come from? My help comes alone, God, from you. It only comes from the Lord. I'm crushed. I'm obliterated. There's no hope for me. Oh God, where are you? Please don't leave me. That's not just the cry of some man in sin. 
who's been pushed away from the presence of the Lord because he's depraved, that is the mark of a man who understands rightfully his dependence. That is a man after God's own heart. Dependent. Mercy God. Nearness. Please don't take your hand from me. If you remove your hand from me, just call me dead. Consider me done. Friends, are you in that desperate place? And to relate it to right here and right now and to bring it to what I've always been saying the last several months specifically, if you're not there, the heat's getting turned up and you're going to have greater and greater opportunity to get there. But friend, get there now. Oh man, get there now. Do some maturing now so that when that continues to increase as it is going to, that you're not desperately trying to find hope then when you can establish something now. So in closing, my heart is heavy. My heart is heavy in the denial of even good things. Good things. Man, I could find relief right here, right now in the circumstance I'm in. I could make a decision and it wouldn't even be bad. It wouldn't be wrong. It would be full of godly things. I could snap my fingers decision-making in the decision-making sense, change the circumstances of my family right now, I mean right now, and certain things that are causing me immeasurable grief would be relieved. Boom, done, solved. But I would be in disobedience. And it's not worth it. I'm counting the cost. I will count the cost. Because if I'm walking where my Messiah is leading, I have to believe every single thing will be added to me that is necessary. Even for my family. That's depending upon me. That is literally, in every possible way, even physically, looking at me, saying, Joel, lead us where the Lord says to go. Oh, friends, men, husbands, fathers, are you doing that? Are you leading your children? Are you leading your wives? Are you leading your grandchildren? Are you looking at them with the confidence of the Lord and saying, Son, this is where we're going, and it's going to hurt. But you can follow me. You grab onto me, and we're going. Can you say that to your wife? Sweetie, I love you, and this feels so bad. It hurts so bad. In compassion and understanding and in listening to the heart of our wives, honey, I hear you. It's true. It's true. This is almost unbearable, but we're going through. There's no other option. We're going through. 
Stay near to me. Stay near. Look into your husband. Look into the Messiah, the bridegroom. Keep your eyes on him, honey. Keep your eyes on the bridegroom because we're going out to meet him. We're going out to meet him and there's no other option. Wives, are you truly submitting to your husbands and saying, I am fully dependent upon you. Put the responsibility on them. Put it on him in a right, humble, godly way. In submission, I am dependent upon you to lead us. You've got to hear the Lord. Go away. Hear the Lord. Go in the quiet. Hear the Lord. I'm not going to flood you with my opinions and my vantage point because this is your role, husband. Hear the voice of the Lord and we will go. Friends, it's time to get our houses in order. We are not ready, Christian home. We're not ready to endure. But listen, I'm going to say this and I'll be done. As an example, as a testimony, we have been on a trajectory of abandoning our will and way for years now as a household. Just the three of us, it's all we have. And I'm seeing the value of it now in a way that I haven't seen until recently. We've been on this trajectory for 15 years, but the last five, it's been hard and heavy. Selling our house, walking away from a business, leaving our friends, leaving our family, leaving everything we knew. Why? There's a kingdom. There's a kingdom outside of the camp. There's a kingdom outside of the city that's being built up, a city on a hill. And I don't know how to do it and how we're even going to get there, but we've got to go. And throwing off things in the natural along the way. Entertainments. Comforts. I'm telling you, friends, our message for years has been these things have a purpose. They matter. This is not mere legalism. This is preparation. This is preparation. And friends, I would say, I think that hour is coming. I think it's on the other side of tomorrow. I think it could be by the end of this year when these things matter. So friends, count the cost today. Oh, count the cost. Be hard on yourself. Be hard on your children. Reign them in, church. Let's teach them when they rise up and when they lay down. In every moment in between that God gives us the opportunity. The cost is great because the call is great and it's worth it. I believe it. I wrestle, I struggle, I ask questions, I cry. I have moments of very little faith, unbelief, but I believe. Oh God, help my unbelief. But I will believe. And I will endure. So friend, endure today. Whatever that looks like for you. Posture your heart. 
posture, the decisions of your life, where you go, what you do, what you buy, what you eat, give it all away and lose yourself into the Son. Lose yourself for His sake because only there will you find it. Amen. Visit us online at pathdesign.com. Send us an email. Let us know where you're listening, how you're doing. Any questions, concerns, challenges, confrontations? Hey, I don't care. Well, we're, we're, we're open to anything here. Also, if you want us to come to where you are, I want to start saying this with greater regularity. If you want us to come to where you are, send us an email. Podcast at gmail.com. I want to come to your assembly. I want to come to your living room. I don't care about COVID-19. I don't care. If you don't care either, email us. We want to come to where you are. We want to pray for the body. We want to impart life and purpose and functions back into the church of 2020. PathToZionPodcast at gmail.com. PathToZion.com. Thanks for listening. Amen.